0: All right, happy Wednesday. It's May the twelfth. Thanks for tuning in to NL News Day, the time four thirty-eight. Now British Columbia, it has created its own sick leave program to ensure workers stay home. If they suspect they have COVID-19, Labor Minister Harry Bainsey introduced the legislation yesterday providing up to three days of paid sick leave for all workers in the province. It was noted that just over half of BC's workforce does not have a paid sick leave program available to them, so this will hopefully help fill in some of those gaps. Now, this temporary sick leave program begins next month and will be effective until the end of the year, at which point it will be replaced by a new permanent policy to talk more about all this happy to welcome back to newsday the labor minister of the province of bc harry baines minister how are you this afternoon
1: i'm doing great and thank you very much for having me well i really appreciate
0: you taking the time this is definitely an announcement a lot of people in the province have been waiting for for quite some time uh we finally got the word yesterday and i want to just start here Three days, it's not a lot, but it's better than nothing. So how did your team kind of come up with three days of paid sick leave as the number to start with here during this temporary program?
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, what we need was to have a support system for for workers who are sick to stay home uh, without loss of pay at the same time. uh, We also know that the employer, many employers are hurting and uh, that we need to support them as well. Now, I think that we always, uh, you know, pushed for a national a solution to this national emergency. And, you know, the federal government came up with, the, with, the, with a plan called the Canada uh, Recovery uh, Sick Benefit. But it had flaws in it. It had gaps in it. And we brought to their attention. We had some indication they will fix it. Uh, one of them being that uh, you must lose 50% of your income or 50% of work in a week in order to qualify for that. The second one is $500 per week, if you qualify, which is less than our minimum wage. So we uh, pushed the federal government, and they couldn't fix those gaps. They refused to fix those gaps. So here we are. We said we will take it on. And one of the gaps uh, is that when the worker is sick uh, on one day uh, or waiting for uh, their COVID test, they lose a couple of days. Uh, They weren't uh, qualified for under the federal program. Now, this program that we brought in, will qualify, then they will not lose any pay. They will be paid fully. Now, there are two parts to the bill that we implemented, and you mentioned a bit about that. First is to deal with the short term, to deal with the COVID during the COVID time, which will take us till the end of this year. So every worker is entitled to take up to three days if they have a COVID-related illness uh, with full pay, and the government will reimburse the employer uh, up to $200 per worker per day. And then uh, starting January 1st, after we will go through consultation with the workers, with the employers, we will have a permanent uh, sickly program in place uh, so that we never had uh, the situation where worker have to make a decision uh, when they're sick to stay home or uh, lose pay and, uh, or go, home, go to work sick and, 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 uh, transmit the sickness to other workers. So I think uh, we're dealing with uh, these two areas. Yeah, well,
0: yeah, definitely looking forward to seeing what that permanent program does look like, but obviously that's coming uh, a few months here down the road. When it comes to this temporary one, though, uh, I, I just wanted to get a little bit of clarification because I'm a little bit confused on one thing. It was said that people's sick days with their employer won't be eaten up by this. So does that mean, like, say, if an employer already offers 10 days of paid sick leave, that through this program, I guess an employee would now be entitled to 13?
1: Is that how that kind of works now? No, those who already have a sick uh, benefit plan or sick days uh, in their workplaces will continue to use those. Uh, but those who do not have it, uh, then these three days will come in to, to deal with this situation. So um, that's that's what this is, to to deal with those uh, employers and the workers who don't have a sick benefit uh, plan at their workplaces right now.
0: Okay. So this strictly deals with those who already didn't have some type of system within their current place of employment. Exactly. Okay. Um, one thing I, I understand that Worksafe Work BC is going to be administering the reimbursements to business because, uh, by law, I guess any business that employs more than one individual has to pay into the workers' compensation fund and thus has an account with Worksafe BC. Uh, the reimbursements I understand are not going to be coming from workers' compensation fund, but will come directly from provincial government to be paid out to businesses who apply via the Worksafe BC administrative infrastructure. So. What is required for WorkSafe BC to get ready to do this? Obviously, this kicks into place June 1st. So what has to happen at WorkSafe between now and then?
1: Yeah, so so you you uh, you got it correctly. Uh, the Works at BC have a relationship with uh, over ninety percent of the employers in in this province, so uh, they know the contact, they know uh, you know who they are, and uh, and they have that relationship. So that's why we thought it was a uh, uh, you know uh, right thing to do to work with the Works at BC. We will fund the administration cost and the re- re- reimbursement cost to Works at BC. So it will not come from the accident fund that the employer normally pay into the WorkSafe. So because they have this infrastructure, they already have that relationship with WorkSafe BC. And we want to move very quickly on this. And we thought that that is the quickest way of doing it. And WorkSafe BC are really thankful that they took on this uh, program and they're going to deliver this. And the uh, w- idea here is that we have that program, uh, you know, running uh, in a short period of time and have a turnaround time for the employer to uh, get reimbursed in a timely fashion as well.
0: So what what is the budget here to make all of this happen? I mean, this is uh, not a small undertaking, obviously.
1: No, I think you're right. Um, You know, it's hard to tell exactly how many workers will be uh, taking advantage of this. Uh, Again, it is those who become ill due to COVID-19. We have a very successful, uh, you know, as you know, the the vaccination program right now, over 50% people are vaccinated, including a lot of workers. So uh, hard to put pinpoint exactly, but I think uh, our ministry estimates are, uh, you know, based on 50% of the employer and employees don't have any sick benefit programs. If, uh, you know, say 60% of them, I think that's the number our ministry uses. of 60% of the take advantage, the cost would be about $314 million. But it's very, very difficult. It only depends how many people will take advantage of this and how many people become ill. And uh, so I think that's, that's all it depends on, on that type of uh, all those factors.
0: Yeah, so you'll probably be reviewing sort of the costs of all of this when we go to put towards a, a permanent program that will be coming out uh, in January 1st. I imagine there, there's going to be a lot of learning that comes from this temporary piece
1: right now. Yeah, I think the permanent one we are looking at employer paid. And what we need to consult with the employers and the workers' groups and uh, and other academics on what kind of model we should have and, uh, you know, whether there will be a different approach to smaller employer versus larger employers. You know, all those things will be considered through consultation, and that's when we will make the decision. But the decision will be made before January 1st to have that program, long-term program, permanent program in place by January 1st, 2022.
0: Okay, and just to go back to WorkSafe here for one second, Minister, but, uh, you know, they've been doing a lot, right? They've been asked to do a lot throughout the course of this pandemic, uh, taking on new roles when it comes to things like, uh, you know, enforcement of COVID-19, safety protocols. I mean, there's been a lot that WorkSafe has kind of been having added to their plate, and now they get this sick leave program added to it as well. I guess, is there any any concern about the fact that WorkSafe just seems to be getting a, a bigger and bigger role and um, maybe could potentially have any issues? who's handling any of this? I mean, just how much concern or, or or thought was put into the fact that they already have a lot of things to deal with in this pandemic and, and now this is just one more.
1: No, I, I agree with you. WorkSafe stepped up to the plate and I tell you, I can't thank them enough for helping the provincial health officer to enforce the, their orders. Uh, uh, last I checked, I think over 70 uh, businesses had to be shut down uh, for 10 days because there was a cluster of COVID found in those operations uh and we ask them to uh take on uh, a lot of stuff uh, for example the worker become ill at work uh, work uh, at a workplace uh, with covid uh, we, uh, we made changes so that the worker will be entitled to benefits from day one rather than waiting to have their claims accepted because all of them agree, we all agree, we need to work together to get over this pandemic. So they stepped up to the plate. I'm really thankful to that. And also uh, also they also taking on this uh, additional uh, uh, work and uh, what we will be paying and funding fully and uh, I'm really thank you, uh, thankful that they, they are able to do this in a timely fashion too.
0: Well, Minister, I really appreciate you taking the time to try to explain things a little bit more thoroughly here on this program. Always enjoy having you on the show. Um, I guess, what uh, when when does the, the, the consultation process begin now as we look towards January 1st at a permanent program? Has that already started? Or, you know, I'm sure some of the consultation work that was done in this per, per, uh, temporary solution uh, will go into that as well. But when does really the, the nitty gritty work get underway uh, as we look towards something that uh, can be in place for a longer period of time?
1: I think soon as we finish this bill here, uh, we will start the consultation. And I think because we want to talk to everyone we could who will be impacted with that decision, especially employers, small empl- small businesses, and workers, their representatives. And we want to learn as much as we could so that we do it right.
0: Well, I hope uh, you and I have a chance to catch up at some point during that process and see how things are going. But uh, really appreciate you taking the time today. Thank you very much for having me. Anytime. That is BC's Minister of Labour, Harry Baines speaking to the legislation that was uh, put on the plate, put, uh, put on the table yesterday in regards to paid sick leave. So, of course, uh, you know you are definitely well aware at this stage that the province of BC has introduced that legislation to provide up to three days of paid sick leave for all workers in British Columbia. It was noted during yesterday's uh, announcement that just over half of British Columbia's workforce does not have a paid sick leave program available to them so this these three days as minister baines just said there is basically meant to cover those who do not already have a paid sick leave program so if you if your employer already has a program in place it sounds to me like this is nothing for you to really even be paying attention to because you already have something that you can tap into that is paid by your employer. And that sounds like what they're hopefully going to be aiming to do next year when they bring in a more permanent solution, that it's all going to go through your employer. And I think it makes a whole lot of sense. I can't believe employers really don't have these types of programs because what is the expectation that if you work a full 40-hour work week, 12 months a year, that you're not going to get sick at some point during the course of that? I mean... I think it's inevitable that we're all going to get at least some type of illness or feeling under the weather in some way, shape, or form throughout the course of that. So the fact that half, more than half of BC's employees don't have a paid sick leave program is... Quite shameful honestly already but thankfully we do have this three days coming into effect which of course uh, helps fill in some of the gaps that were created as a result of the federal program which does provide five days of paid sick leave but it's a whole rigmarole to apply for that program um you know you have to be missing at least 50 percent of your work week so if you get sick on thursday and you're missing thursday and friday well you don't really qualify under the federal program so this is kind of meant to to get you through those couple of days before you can tap into the federal system but as I mentioned um, earlier, it is quite difficult to apply for that federal program. You got to go through the CRA website. If you have any issues accessing the Canada Revenue Agency website, well, you might have to wait days upon days upon days to gain access to your account. Trust me, I had to deal with this as I was trying to do my taxes for 2020. I forgot some uh, my login information, tried to go about getting it, spent about three hours on hold with the CRA before they ended up telling me, oh, we're going to send you a code. That has to be done by mail. So that's going to take, you know, five plus business days to actually get to you. Man, if you're worried about a paycheck and you're having to take some time off because you're sick, waiting, you know, weeks to be able to just apply for the federal program might not be a great solution for people out there. So uh, happy to see the provinces enacting this again up to $200 per day will be reimbursed to employers uh, over the course of that three days of paid sick leave that you get. Hopefully this is making sense and you're able to follow and keep track of it all. And if you were paying attention to yesterday's news when uh, this whole legislation was first announced, you probably have a good idea of how it works. But it is still a little bit confusing um, for those. Once you actually have to go about applying for all of this stuff, it's probably going to be hopefully better than nothing. But we'll we'll look towards 2022 as when something more permanent and hopefully uh, better comes into place as well. Thanks so much to Minister Baines for coming on the program, though. Always enjoy having him on the show.